Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is time for WWW. What happened this week in the world and what does the word say about it? My name is Ken H. Coming to you live from Houston, Texas. Always a pleasure having you with us. Thank you so much for the faithful followers. Fantastic for joining. For those new to the program, fastest 25 minutes you'll find in the podcast world. We talk about things that have happened this week in the world and what does the word say about it again. Those that know me know I am very interested in helping and sharing and appreciate your time. And again, I also appreciate and share the things that you've done with me. It was a tough week for me and the Hearst family in the sense that my father passed away on Wednesday, halfway through the week. We had uh, been battling the COVID, the Delta, and the vaccine, so all of those were in the system. And then unfortunately, pneumonia succumbed to that moment and he passed away on Wednesday. The one thing you can only ask for when someone passes sort of unexpectedly and I was able to receive that prayer and blessing was that he was not alone, family was at his side and he had no pain and he went on his own terms. So those are the things that you can only hope for when you're dealing with something so quickly, something uh, all of a sudden and something that happens and you have to be ready. So this 25 minutes is a very simple, understandable show. I am going to tell you about the father that I know and, and love and have been a part of my life for my entire lifetime and of course his lifetime as well. I'm an adopted for those I'm going to share more personal information than you ever cared to know about me but that's okay. I was adopted if you didn't already know. I was born in Oklahoma City and was adopted by uh, my father and mother and sure enough they, uh, they adopted my older brother and two years later they adopted me because my mother could not have children and so they wanted children and they put themselves on the list and sure enough they received <clears throat> the blessing of two wonderful children and my older brother and I quite different but quite close on many times as we grew up mainly around the holidays when you're the youngest and the only kids if you will in a very small family you bond on the holiday periods uh, certainly around Christmas wanting to do everything right make sure those gifts and cards and things come but then of course the other holidays as well but it was a fantastic growing up this man was able to give me everything that I needed everything that I wanted and teachings we have a much-needed longer show for the teachings that this man has, has passed along to me throughout his years. And so when you have these times with your parents, I hope you understand that there are few and far between, that you're, if your parents are still alive or you perhaps are a parent or you have siblings or you have relatives, I would encourage you to take the time to make sure they're a part of your life in some fashion while they're here because once they go there is no time to make up for those moments make up for those lost times my father was a coach he was a coach for all of the children all three of us uh, boys he caught he taught us in baseball mainly was his specialty basketball was his uh, second uh, sport of choice 
wasn't really into uh, soccer as I played soccer. My little brother played soccer. He wasn't really into tennis. He wasn't really into football in the sense of being a coach of the football team. And all of us played a little peewee football or the little footballs. But he was really big on baseball and really big on basketball. And so I loved personally bas baseball better. And that's been my favorite sport throughout the, the growing up period and probably to this day of the major sports to watch Baseball is probably my favorite because it's the team sport, and yet it's the uh, coached sport. It's the most calculated sport. It's the most uh, uh, interesting sport. And, and by that, of course, I mean if you're playing baseball, and let's say you're the big hitter, the big slugger, you can hit it over the fence normally, but they don't need you to hit it over the fence. Perhaps they need you to just bunt it, or perhaps they need you to just get on base, move the runner to the next base, because the ultimate goal is to score more points, obviously, runs, than the other team. And so you have to be willing to play as a team and listen as a team and utilize those skills as a team. And my father had the greatest ability to really motivate and encourage all of us as the team members and players to share um, what it means to sacrifice, okay? Don't be the hero this game. Don't try to hit it and be over the fence with the home run because I don't need you to do that. I just need you to move Johnny around the bases and get him in for the one run we need to score. So that was always incredibly cool to watch my father strategize and watch him uh, decide who plays. When does the pitcher change? When does the banners change? When do you change... Uh, in the outfield and so it was always calculations and certainly stuff going on he was known for being a very very prepared coach and we won most every year I must admit very rarely did we come in uh, if not first second place for sure and so each both my older brother and myself all of us had a winning coach on our on our uh, at the head of our team so we were blessed really blessed to have a winning season and you could have that uh, excitement as a young boy and, and growing up to have those opportunities to win as a team, win together, and it was really a lot of fun. And so those were just great moments that I'll remember for all of my life on how. And then, of course, when he would take us to baseball games, uh, that was always fun to go. We were in Oklahoma City, of course, and so Oklahoma City 89ers are the baseball uh, farm league, uh, farm club team of the Texas Rangers down in Dallas. And so we could see some semi-pro professional baseball quite often growing up. He introduced me to my first president. I will never forget when he said, we're going to go meet Gerald Ford. And Gerald Ford was at the state fairgrounds walking through. And so he got us in there and got us into the line to meet the president. And sure enough, I shook the hands of the president of the United States, the first one I've met four uh, in total so far of the presidents of the United States, but this was the first one that I met, and my father arranged that, and uh, we gave him a hat uh, that he would put on his head later, and so it was really a great moment. And there's so many of these amazing moments that you have to remember at this time when someone has passed and you get the luxury of remembering all these good things, the legacy, if you will. How are you going to be remembered when it's time? And that's kind of the interesting part of every, of every life. And when somebody normally passes away, I have this quite often where 
you wonder what are your what's your legacy going to be like because you're remembering obviously the the big moments of this person's life and their big standout opportunities and things and so what is your legacy going to be like and so you think about all those times and of course once you get a little older then you move perhaps away from the house and your father is always there to share with you his insights and my father had enough insights for everyone and that is one of our favorite moments that he was always willing to share knowledge, strategize, uh, theorize, uh, prepare, help any stranger, help anyone with their troubles. That was clear as I can be. And probably why I care so much for people these days is I learned that from this man. I learned to care about a stranger. You learn to care about someone who was not in your family inner circle, but by golly, they crossed your path. And so he has an incredible ability to reach across any aisle, reach across any table, reach across anywhere. Your political values, your color, your skin color, your tone, your sex, it didn't matter. He was going to help if he could. And his big, big claim, of course, was young people because young people need so much guidance. And he has been such an inspiration to so many. And we found out here recently all of the foundational scholarships that this man has created through the universities where we went to school, but also through the family foundation. He was very much involved in helping others get their goals, achieve their goals, either telling them, strategizing, planning, or financially involved in those goals. So it was a, a, a genuine pleasure to stumble upon some of the things that this man never discussed, talked about, bragged about, the most humble person you can imagine in the sense that we had it all, and yet he didn't share what he was doing. The classic example of don't tell everybody what you're doing, just do it and move on from there. Very, very cool. And 10 minutes just like that. Here we go. Travel and Leisure Magazine sponsors this incredible show, and we are so delighted that they do and grateful that they do. By listening to this show, you'll save 58%. So I encourage you to reach out with the telephone if you have a moment, 866-737-8037, and you'll get 29.99 is the price for 12 issues. Travel and Leisure Magazine, fantastic friend of the show www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today well what does the word say about this man well I can tell you at the end of the day Matthew 25 24 when he get to, when he got to heaven last Wednesday well done good and faithful servant was told to him at the gates we are a believing family you know that that uh, from this podcast alone but I can promise you there is no doubt in our hearts that this man has gone home he knew his legacy was secure because of his teachings he knew how and where and 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 and, and, and as the son how can you not be grateful? I'm an adopted son to this man, and yet he taught me early, early in life 
to be a believer in Jesus Christ, to be a believer, to understand that that is a part that you must have in your in your life. God does have to play a role and has played a role in his life, in his wife's life, in our family's life. You know, they always talk about moving around. When you move someplace, what are you looking for? And, you know, the, the realtors, of course, are so sharp. The good ones know where the best schools are. The good ones know where the best, you know, uh, locations to shop are or things like that. My family always looked for, A, yes, a good school. We always had good schools near us where we moved because that was a big part of, of growing up in this family. But where was the church? How far was the church going to be? And the church was never very far, 15 minutes max, 20 max. That was it because they were heavily involved. My mother and father were very much involved from teaching early on uh, Bible classes and being a song leader or a, a speaker or a guest speaker, lecturer, uh, whatever, and uh, taught those college and career groups and those kind of things. So we've always been in this vein. It's always been a part of our life. And so it's hard not to remember that I'm a Christian today because of this man. I am a believer in the, in the word because of this man. And I am grateful because of this man. There's no doubt that I would not be where I am today uh, without God's involvement. There's no, uh, you, I'm not even going to pretend you're not going to hear anything less from me. This speaker listening to my voice right now is grateful to God for everything that he's provided because he's provided a lot. And I wouldn't know him, wouldn't be a part of this if it weren't for my earthly father introducing me to him and making sure we were had a church to go to and activities and camp. I mean, we went to camp, of course, every year, spiritual camp. And uh, so it was just a big part of growing up. And so again, I am grateful to this man for putting me on the right path. I'm having a Bible. I have a Bible right here that I always read from. And where I get most of my lessons and information from, this Bible was given to me by my mother and father and it says quite clearly, I mean, see what it says. Let me just tell you what it is. I'm looking it up right this second. Given to Kent by his parents, Christmas, December 25th, 1979. Okay. So 1979, for you young people that are listening to this program, that was way before you were probably even born, but that's okay. I've had a Bible in my hand from my parents since 1979. Now, of course, I have several, but that's the one that is still with me, carried with me from state to state as I moved and then from country to country as I moved. So this family took care of us. This father made sure that his son had preparations, that he had the Word of God available to him. Why we so much change the focus of our podcast to include the word because so much of my uh, life and desire and, and hope with you is because of the word and because of the word we have a podcast but I have a word because of my father 
So I am so grateful to this man for so many reasons, but first and foremost because he put me on the path to salvation. He is the one that introduced me and made sure that we had all the tools we needed in life, all the tools we had in school, all the tools we needed on the baseball field or the sporting field. We had all the tools that we needed at home. We had everything we needed, but first and foremost we had a relationship with our Father in heaven not just on the earth. So I was adopted by two fathers in my life, adopted by an earthly father and then adopted by a heavenly father. And that's, I cannot express how important that is. And yes, you talk about your father and yes, you try not to tear up and yes, you want this podcast to go smoothly and I'm doing everything I can to make it that way. But that lesson there is the most important lesson that I can highlight. And I will be speaking um, at the at the service on Thursday this coming week and I am grateful to the family for letting me do that because I want not a eulogy I don't want to call it like that but it is a tribute absolutely a tribute to this unbelievable man that has touched so many lives and done so much for so many people but first and foremost it was grounded and rooted in this word that we share each week at www because it is part of our fabric that he taught us instilled in us you are to be good to other people you are to share what you have with other people you are to make sure you're a good person a kind person to other people that you are to reach out and do those things that you need to do for others it's not just about yourself and I'll use some stories that I'm not going to share uh, on this podcast because I'm using it in my speech on this opportunity on Thursday. So I want to just tell you, when you have a chance to be with your father, your mother, if they're still around, remind them that you love them. Remind them that you think about them and you care for them. Because at one point, like I now have to share with you, I won't get to do that. But we did get a phone call. We had seen each other a week or two before, so we've had a good face-to-face -face visit while he was feeling a bit better, and it is an incredible piece in our family's life. Yes, we miss him. Yes, we will miss him. Yes, he did amazing things for so many people, including all of us. However, we all know he's in a better place, and there is no more pain. And because he's been such a preparer, such a, a, a person, God tells you to prepare. God tells you to plan. He has everything planned out. We all had our responsibilities uh, should this time come. We all had our opportunities to do what we needed to do. And everything fell into place as if God was making it crystal clear that he was in control. And we knew that. We knew he was in control, but we didn't expect him to go so quickly and so rapidly decaying. So we talk about this illness, this disease that's in the world. We're not a political, uh, not going to make it a political discussion today, but it is important. My father got the COVID, he got the vaccine, and he got the Delta. So I don't know what that tells us from the science side, but I also know he was 83 years old with underlying conditions, and it was time for him perhaps to go. His body and his lungs were so scarred that he just couldn't couldn't fight the pneumonia which finally was the last bit of the illness so thank you 
Thank you, those that continue to write to me. Thank you, those that I've had so much outpouring of, of love and appreciation. There were so many people that knew him from my schooling, high school days there in Oklahoma and Edmond, all the way through the Europeans that, uh, of course, when he came to Holland, he met so many Europeans. And I've been so blessed on the outpouring of love and support and affection by so many people that met him, knew him, or perhaps didn't, but no, it's not fun it's not nice, it's not uh, what you ever want, even though it is a part of life, but losing a parent uh, is, is, is hard. So thank you for everybody listening to this and those that have reached out to me privately and personally, I'm grateful to this. And so thank you again for always sharing your kind support for me and this program. This happens to be a very special program for my father. And so again, thank you again. So when it comes to the word, what does the word say? Be prepared. Are you prepared? Have you a word in your possession, either on a digital, on your phone? Do you have a Bible that you go to? I would encourage you. I will not let this opportunity pass and not share that same important message my father gave us. Make sure you're prepared. Do you know the Savior above? Do you know the Heavenly Father? Please reach out anytime. We'll be more than happy to help you find some literature, find some opportunities to make sure you know where your future is. It's not on this earth. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through is the famous song. And so we are just passing through, and we had a wonderful 83 years with this man. I was blessed to have more than half of that with this man. And so... Make sure that you get yourself prepared. And again, we're always here on this program to make sure that you know that we are here to help. And so be prepared. Be acknowledgeable. Be humble. Be kind. Be loving. Be of good fortitude. Be good at your work. Respect your elders. Respect those people that are in your life and they're of authority, that are older than you. I'm afraid sometimes I see in the world that we're living in the young people do not have respect for their elders, do not have respect for their parents even, teachers even, certainly the police. These people, figures of authority. Well, I was taught very young by this, this father to respect your elders and be, be kind to those elder people because they've earned the respect. They deserve your respect and they will get your respect if you didn't know it so always have this opportunity to remember and respect and be kind to those in your life so again I'm always grateful this man will be in my heart and in my mind we'll have a chance to meet the family this week and the whole family will come together it's a small family we have a small family only one uh, sister aunt to me she's married she has two children they've all got uh, family, so that's grown a little bit on the outer perimeter of the family, but for the original original family, it's still rather small, and so we'll see each other this week uh, coming up, and so I'm grateful again to have always a chance to see the family when we get to. We're spread out quite uh, across the, the lands, and we come again. So thanks for uh, joining us. This has been a uh, tribute to my father, who again passed away last week. And so we are uh, grateful to always know what happened this week in the world and what does the word say about it. Well, what it told us this week, 
that this disease is all over the place. It does not seem to be going away just yet, so be, be prepared, be cautious. That was his number one words as he battled the last 40 days here. He told every one of us, wear your mask, be cautious, be prepared, be you know safe, get the vaccine if you haven't. Those kind of things are from somebody that reaching out and caring for others and he was reaching out and caring for us. We're not making this at all political. This was from a man who got it all, right? He got the COVID, got the vaccine, and got the Delta. So he, uh, even with all of that protection, uh, this illness and disease is around. So be careful out there. Take care of yourselves. Make sure you're taking care of your family and your own parents. If they're still around again, I encourage you to go give them a hug. Share with them that you love them. Share with them that you care because it is that important. One day you'll be sitting where I'm sitting and not have that luxury. We did get the chance to say it before he passed, and that's wonderful. But if you do not say it, you might not get that lucky. So take the time. Get out there because remember, as always, we are all in this together. I'm grateful for you sharing these last 25 minutes with me and a small little tribute to my father who passed away this last week. We are grateful for everything that he's done for us. We love him. We love his teachings. We love what he shared with us. We are all together under one sky. I'm Ken H. This has been WWW. What happened this week in the world and what do we say about it? Have a great week and we'll catch up with you next week. Be safe.